0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owners' racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. You want to look at some NFL? Oh, do I? We have nine home underdogs this week, the most since 2003
1: in the NFL. It's crazy, man. It is a tough week, Nick. Like, last week I looked at the board. I felt really good about, like, four or five plays. This week I look at the board, man, and I'm like, I got some strong leans. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to be making plays on games, but I just there's no locks on the board this week. Mm -mm. There's Mm -mm. really not. All tough.
0: Well, there might be one because the Texans always (laughs) cover. You got to take the Texans to cover. Oh, they're at the Bears. Look, it's the Lovey Smith
1: return game. You're
0: right. It is the the Lovey Smith Bowl. There you go. Texans are three-point dogs on the road at Chicago. There's a lot of low totals, by the way. As we go through this, you'll see. Uh thirty-nine for this one. There's a there's multiple totals that are under forty-two in this. Yeah.
1: There are Lovey Smith, as we mentioned, his return to Chicago. He's the Bears head coach for nine seasons, two thousand four to two thousand twelve. He, of course, was their coach in the Super Bowl in two thousand six. Nick, here's really the way maybe to attack this game. The Houston Texans, they've been out they've outscored opponents twenty nine to nine through the first three quarters of this season against the Colts and against the Broncos. In the fourth quarter, they've been outscored 27 to nothing. So maybe the way to attack this game is like a Texans' first quarter, maybe mm-hmm. a Texans' first half, because they have been getting off to hot starts. The Bears just had a Sunday night game against the Packers. Divisional game took a lot out of them. Like you said, the Texans do play hard. They, they usually tend to start pretty fast. I, I think that's probably the way to go. There's no first quarter lines out right now. The first half line, um, doesn't look like the first half spread is out either. It just looks like the total's out at nineteen and a half. Boy, that's a low mm. total. Oh, first half. Here we go.
0: These aren't really Pick two them. offenses that are uh
1: yeah, it's a, powerful
0: it's, and proficient, if no, you will.
1: Not yeah. It's uh if you like the Texans first half, they're plus a half a point. So if it's a tie game, you cash with the Texans, they're a plus one ten on the money line. I don't know if I like that, actually. Maybe if I get a first quarter, like, plus one and a half or something, that's maybe the route I'd go. But just thought it was interesting how Houston has not been finishing games well. As for the game itself, probably would lean Texans plus three, just like you said, because they, they're they covering machines. They've been playing well. But, God, this is a gross game. Really don't want much to do with it.
0: Houston's covered both their games so far. this year, 5-1 and one against the spread in their past six games. So they they just, look. When you have these big spreads, obviously this isn't a big spread, but yeah. you're playing the Bears, so you would expect that <laughs> right. to be the case. Uh, you just look at this right now and say, I just keep leaning on the on the Texans every single week. I I really do. They it's you can talk about teams tanking, but players on the field don't tank, right? Like the organization may want to lose games, especially they may not want this one early pick. in the season. No, yeah. it yeah. just doesn't work that way. The Bears are also horrible on third down. Six of 21 on third down conversions, fifth worst in the NFL. Their offense is see. The problem is when you have a young quarterback, but you hire a defensive-minded head coach in Iberflus. That's not the way that you should go. Have we not learned anything around the NFL? Look at all the all the all the coaches that have the best odds to win Coach of the Year. A majority of them. Brandon Staley, not one of them, but Mike McDaniel, Nick Brian Dable, Nick Sirianni, yep. offensive-minded head coaches, mm-hmm. and you've got young quarterbacks. In all of those positions. Now, say what you want about Daniel Jones. He's probably going to get benched at some point this year. He's 25 to 1 to get benched at some point. <laughs> so it's like the 8th or ninth That's best awesome. odds. There's a lot of quarterbacks that are have far worse situations. They're running the ball a lot. So it's a different, like I understand that it's obviously different there with the way the offense looks. But you got to hire offensive coaches. And right now with Chicago, like this is, it's bad. Yes. It's, it's just it's not it's not getting any better for them right now. So, yeah, I like I like them to cover in this. The Texans to cover uh, Raiders and Titans is the next one up. It is a say what you want about early in the season. The Raiders are two and a half point favorites, but they're zero and two. The Titans were a complete and utter disaster on Monday Night Football. This is one of the nine home underdogs in the Titans. This is a must-win for both teams. I would argue more for even the Raiders because of the division, division they're in right now. No question. It's almost impossible to dig out of an 0-2 hole we've seen over the years to just get to the playoffs. That's not including the AFC West, which is the toughest division, at least on paper, yeah. uh, that we've seen in a really long
1: time. Yeah, you start 0-3. You're not catching the Chiefs and winning the division, so you can kiss that goodbye. I agree. Bigger game for the Raiders, which is why I lean that way. I would just take him on the money line though, minus one thirty-five and a half. This feels like a field goal game where it could be like twenty to nineteen, seventeen to nineteen kind of deal. So I don't want to take the two and a half. Just take a money line. Like you said, Nick though, this Tennessee offense, man, I can't remember. We had Alan Bell on the show and he brought up a great point. He said when you traded away AJ Brown, you was es- you essentially traded away Derrick Henry, too. Because when AJ Brown, what he brings to that offense and in the passing game, He opens up the field for Derrick Henry that teams have to respect AJ and it draws less guys out of the box. Now you don't have anyone to fear on the outside. You can bring more guys in the box to stop Henry. And Henry, obviously, coming off the injury, he just doesn't quite look the same like he has the past couple of years. The offense just isn't good, man. I think the Raiders are going to win this game. And Nick, I think it's. We're gonna see Malik Willis sooner rather than later, man. I don't think it's before long. I think this team's done with Tannehill. It kind of all started in that playoff game against the Bengals. Now, if he starts the season zero and three, it's just all falling down quick. So I like Vegas money line in this game, and I wouldn't be shocked if we see Malik Willis in week four or five.
0: I I, I think Malik Willis is probably the first. First quarterback to take over a starting job, even before Kenny Pickett, because it seems like right now Mike Tomlin's still trying to lean on Trubisky as much as he can. He's managing the game. He's not turning the ball over, but he's also not taking risks down the field. And he's missing better opportunities by dumping it off on bubble screens and hitting running backs out of the backfield. Interesting enough, though, when you talk about Ryan Tannehill, 4-0 against the Raiders in his career. Nine touchdowns, two interceptions, completing 71% of his passes against the Raiders in his career. Now, again, this is only four games spread out over a long period of time. uh, But it's not like the Raiders look good right now. This could be because we're looking so much at how bad Tannehill's been. It also just could end up being one of those situations where it's a get-right game for him. And I'm not saying that that's going to be the case because he's looked awful. He looks almost disinterested and ready to just be done with this, knowing that they already drafted Malik Willis. We understand what's been going on in the off season, right. where he had to kind of put him under his, you know, put him under his arm and say sorry for saying it's not my job to coach you type of situation. <laughs> yes. uh, but right now, it just feels it feels like everything is lost in Tennessee, and this is a team that won 12 games last I year. Know.
1: They were the number one seed in the AFC. They were running the football like crazy, though. Yeah. You know? And I just, I don't like Tennessee at home. They're not a good home team, and I like Vegas on the road. So I just, I'm going with Vegas in this one.
0: Yeah, I, I just, it it feels like there's still a shot for the Raiders. That There's just something different. Sometimes, you know, you just get those feels for a team. It just feels like everything is just lost right now uh, for that entire team. I, I mean, it really does. All right. Let's move on now to the Chiefs and the Colts. Oh, yeah. Another home dog in the Colts. Five and a half point underdogs with Kansas City coming to town. Total set there at 50 and a half.
1: I have a feeling you're going to disagree with me on this, Probably will, Sharpshooter. But... I love the Indianapolis Colts, no, plus five out. and a half. They're Gross. even going to win this game outright, what? plus what? 200. The Colts are going to win this game. They're going to win this game. The Indianapolis Colts are going to beat the Chiefs on Sunday, yeah. and I'll tell you why, Nick. What are you drinking over there? You got to <laughs> start bourbon Some of uh, Cam's cherry something. I love the Colts this weekend for a bunch of reasons. The first one, it's a such a letdown spot for the Chiefs. He just played a huge game against the Chargers on Thursday. In weeks four, five, and six, the Chiefs have the Bucs, the Raiders, and the Bills all coming up. If you're going to have a letdown spot, this is the one. Another reason the Colts, their first two games this season were on the road. They're back home under Frank Reich. They're a much better home team than they are on the road. Also, Nick, the look ahead line of this game was three points. Okay. All that's happened since in that week span is the Chiefs didn't cover the spread against the Chargers, but won the game. And the Colts looked awful in Jacksonville like they have for the last eight years. Nothing happened that we already didn't expect to happen. And the spread went from three points to seven points. And now with all this Chiefs money coming in, it's dropped down to five and a half. Now, there's no Shaquille Leonard for the Colts this weekend, which does hurt. Looks like they're going to get Pittman back to help out the offense. But, Nick, this is just—I love week three teams in the NFL with their backs against the wall. And the Colts need this game. They feel like they let two wasted opportunities go away, not beating the Texans, not beating the Jags. This is their game with one of the best teams in football coming into their house to make a statement. Give me the Colts, plus five and a half, and on the money line, they're going to win this game. Gross. Gross! I'm going, going so far the game. other way. It's unbelievable.
0: The Colts are 0-4 against the spread over their last four. Matt Ryan's 0-5-1 against the spread in his past six starts. Going back to last season, they stink. <laughs> They're terrible. Matt Ryan, by the way, where is Jim Ursay talking about Carson Wentz? Haven't heard a lot of peeping out of him recently. That's very true. Where's all that leadership and we're in such a better place? Oh, maybe you're not. Meanwhile, Carson Wentz is at over 300 yards passing. Seven in touchdowns both of his games already. Seven touchdowns. So maybe you just shut the hell up and get back to your drink, Jim Irsay, because you're <laughs> clearly way off. By the way, there's a nerd stat for you. The Colts have allowed a league-high 87% completion rate on tight ends this season. Travis Kelsey, Kelsey out down. there up against a team that cannot stop tight ends. Yeah,
1: especially with no Shaq Leonard. I, I like would, that a I lot. I would
0: hammer the over on all Travis Kelsey like props, especially his receiving yards. Go all in on that because he has a chance to go and have a really big game against a
1: Colts team that let me let me say it from my chest. They stink. <laughs> they stink. It's fair. They and they have stunk the first two weeks. Back. I just think if there's a team built to keep Mahomes off the sideline, it's the Colts because they have probably the best running back in football. And in but Jonathan they don't use Taylor. him enough. That's the problem. They didn't he use He should be last running week. the ball
0: forty times a game. And
1: I, and you like the Kelsey props, and I love the Taylor over carries prop because they know their formula. This game, they have to feed him early, and they have to feed him often. And I think that's what's going to happen. Look, I know it's gross. I know nobody wants to I take the Colts threw up right a now. In my mouth when you said that. <laughs> I know nobody <laughs> wants disgusting. to do it. But this is going to be your big upset on Sunday. It's going to be the Colts taking out. Wow, the this wow! Is your, this is your upset. I want at least call him my shot. I want at least. You call three me sharpshooter. Sharpshooter. This is a sharp shot, Nick <laughs> Asher. Let me tell you something. Right In here. all
0: seriousness, this guy's got a hell of a jump shot. That's why he's sharpshooter. Had no idea. <laughs> Previous place we worked, I saw that. And I was like, damn.